program UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about UFO black budgets. That's correct, UFO black budgets. Now, this subject's come up because in the last couple of weeks, we've had inquiries made to the Defense Department about just how much money is being spent on UFO investigations and if the amount of money that Congress has delegated to UFO investigations is actually being spent for that or if it's been misappropriated, perhaps. We'll get into both these angles, but first, let's just take a look at what a black budget is, because that's what it seems like the Defense Department has turned this UFO funding into. Now, if we go to Wikipedia, we find out that a black budget, or covert op- appropriation, is a government budget that is allocated for classified or other secret operations of a nation. The black budget is an account expenses and spending related to military research and covert operations. The black budget is mostly classified because of security reasons. The black budget can be complicated to calculate, but in the United States it has been estimated to be over 50 billion dollars a year, taking up approximately 7% of the US 700 billion dollar American defense budget. Now, just to get your mind around that number, $700 billion, if you have 100 million taxpayers in the United States, that's basically about the the number of people in the U.S. that actually pay taxes, that would be about $7,000 per year that those folks are paying to support the American defense budget. $7,000 a year if you're a taxpayer, that's a lot of money. And 7% of that is... Is, is just in a black budget where nobody even knows where it's going to. So when you think about the, the idea, well, is there a deep state? When, when people question, is there a deep state? Of course there's a deep state. We have $50 billion a year spent in secret that a lot of our elected officials aren't even allowed to know about. How is that not a deep state? That is a definition of a deep state. Secondly, people talking about disclosure on the UFO issue. How do you get disclosure when 7% of the defense budget is considered a black budget where nobody gets to know where it goes to? Okay, And this seems to be what's happening with the UFO funding that's been allocated to the Defense Department. Now, you know recently that this AARO was supposed to be funded. It hasn't been properly funded. And another angle that we're looking at is is from... uh, John Greenwald's investigation over here at the Black Vault, where he's asked for uh, information regarding UFO uh, research spending, and he's been given a big fat, you can't have it. His FOIA request has been denied. And he's posted this article uh, on theblackvault.com. It's titled, uh, UAP Task Force Budget Details Denied, John Greenwald, March 28th, 2023. It says a Black Vault's FOIA request for budgetary materials and financial records of the UAP task force was denied, citing exemptions. And then it says the exemptions, the list of exemptions, and then it says the use of these exemptions for financial information raises questions about UAP task force operations and the sensitivity of the requested data. Well, the question becomes are they even funding this thing? Or are they taking the money and using it somewhere else, just putting it in a slush fund site? It says the Black Vault has been denied access to budgetary materials and financial records relating to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. That's a UAP task force. This is a separate entity from the AARO. 
It says the denial comes as a response to a Freedom of Information Act case filed by the Black Fault, citing FOIA exemptions B-1 and B-5 as reasons for non-disclosure. The UAP task force was a government initiative formed to investigate and evaluate reports of unidentified aerial phenomena, commonly known as UFOs. The task force was tasked with assessing potential threats to national security and its findings generated significant public interest. Well, of course, we had the whole spinoff that with uh, Louis Elizondo and uh, the, re- the revelations of the Tic Tac and the Go Fast and the Gimbal. So, yes, it did bring a lot of attention to what was going on over there at the Pentagon. The Black Vault sought to obtain detailed budget breakdowns, financial reports, payroll costs, personal number break, personnel number breakdowns, and other related financial information for the UAP task force. However, the FOIA case, and it's Don Navy 2022-009713, has been denied under two exemptions. Exemption 1 of the FOIA protects classified national defense and foreign relations information from unauthorized disclosure. The government has the authority to classify information once released could potentially damage national security. So they're telling you that by re- by revealing how much money they're spending on um, that they spent on this UAP task force, that somehow that's going to damage national security. That seems like a stretch to me. It says exemption five of the FOIA allows the withholding of interagency or intraagency memorandums or letters that would be available by law to a party other than, the, than an agency and litigation with the agency. This exemption is often referred to as the deliberative process privilege. They entangle themselves with these private corporations, which you talked about. You know, these deep state revolving doors where you have these big uh, corporations, sometimes small corporations, where they outsource their UFO investigation work to. They can dump all the evidence onto them, and which prevents people from exercising a FOIA request. Or they can just say, well, you can't have the paperwork because this person that we partnered with might sue us at some, at some future date. So they're using... The deep state here, the Pentagon, is using these private corporations as a shield against disclosure. They could either take the evidence and directly give it to that company, so then you no longer have access to it, or they could just simply say, you don't have uh, a right to see any of our, our inner office memos or anything we've done, because at some point down the road, this this corporation that we've hired might want to sue us, and these, and these pa- this, this, this memorandums, this paperwork might get brought up in a court case. So it's a perfect way for the deep state to shield themselves from disclosure. And I, it looks to me like this is clearly being used here. They're just saying, no, you can't have this. You, you, you can't have access to what we were doing. You can't see the inner workings of our office, this UAP task force, because something might be revealed that could later come up in court, and we can't have that. Well, what a wonderful way to just deny every single FOIA request that comes across your desk. It says, though it is believed by some that the UAP task force has been transitioned per a November 23, 2021 memorandum to the newer Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization Group, that's A-O-I-M-S-G, which has since been renamed to All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO. Let me interject here. I'm going to play a short uh, audio clip at the end of this segment. 
where uh, Senator Gilderbrand, I guess it is, questions uh, the defense of the Pentagon about this, but we'll continue. The Navy wrote their letter citing the UAP task force and their review of the denied material. The UAP task force has informed this office that any records located are at resourcing budgetary information that does exist were mostly draft planning documents and classified per the ODNI classified guide. The March 28, 2023 letter stated, based off the response provided by the UAP task force office, it has been determined that the records you seek are exempt in their entirety under exemptions 5 USC 55B, which protects national security information concerning the national defense or foreign policy from disclosure, provided that it has been properly classified in accordance with the substantive and procedural requirements of Executive Order 13526, as well as 5 U.S.C. These records contain drafts, are pre-decisional in nature, and or proposals of documents not in their final form, and therefore we are exempt from disclosure. Of course they're exempt. The denial of budgetary information under the Freedom of Information Act is not entirely out of the ordinary. However, the use of exemptions B-1 and B-5 in this context raises questions about the funding and resources allocated to this initiative. Well, they've taken something, this is what I believe, they've taken something like this uh, public outcry for UFO disclosure. And people say, we want we want disclosure. We, we want this investigated. And you know, it makes me think, well, it makes me think of what Ronald Reagan said: the 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 fight that you know the most dangerous words you can ever hear is you know we're we're here from the we're from the government and we're here to help, we're from the government and we're here to help. They've taken this cry for help from the public, and they say, well, we need money. We, we've got to have money to investigate these UFOs. So the Congress writes them out a big check, and they say, okay, go investigate them. And then a year later, nothing happens. What, what, what happened with that big check? Well, they called a couple of retired uh, airmen and asked them about uh, an incursion at a nuclear air force uh, site, a nuclear missile site that happened back in the 60s. Um, they, they called a fellow that had reported, you know, seeing this missile taken down by a UFO back in, what, 1964 or something. These are, these are things that we've known about in the UFO community for... Uh, 20, 30 years. Uh, these people have talked about these things. They made statements, you know, repeatedly. So n- nothing new revealed. So they just rehashed some old stories. Uh, don't give us the names of people involved. Just give us your story. It's it's a whitewash. Uh, they they come out with a couple papers like they did about the uh, alien mothership. Hey, we might have an alien mothership on our planet. You know, in, in our in our solar system, <clears throat> and it's sending. Uh, small seed probes to Earth. You throw a little, throw a little uh, red meat out there to the UFO crowd, but nothing substantive is being done. Okay, they're making a few phone calls. They're writing some papers that fill the internet pages. I mean, if you just type in UFO or UFO encounter or AARO, you will get page after page after page after page about this paper that Kirkpatrick and Loeb wrote saying there could be a mothership in the solar system. Okay, It fills the search terms. It controls the narrative. But what's happened to the millions of dollars that you were given? What's happened to the, to the direct orders that you were given 
by Senator Rubio and Gilderbrand to say, hey, go investigate this stuff. you got bipartisan support for UFO disclosure. And so the response is, well, we need money. And they give them money. And do we get disclosure? No. We get three UFOs shot down. We get told that we can't see the video of them. We have a few phone calls made to some 85-year-old guys about events that happened 35, 45, 55 years ago. We have a paper written by the guy in charge of AARO and former uh, physicist from Harvard saying, oh, by the way, there could be a giant mothership in the, in the solar system somewhere sending probes down to Earth. But did we get any investigation into cattle mutilations or human abductions or any of the other any of the other really negative stuff that's happened? Did we get a single answer? Can we even get pictures of the UFOs that were shot down over Alaska, Yukon, Lake Huron? No. No, we can't get any of that. It goes on and says, well, it remains unclear why the government has chosen to withhold these financial records. The Black Vault has filed an appeal with the United States to fight the denial. Well... I think he's being quite kind there, saying that it remains unclear. I mean, clearly, they don't want a paper trail where the money's at. They're not serious about disclosure. It's obvious. The Pentagon is not serious about disclosure. The last thing in the world they want is disclosure. Because disclosure would mean sharing the knowledge. And sharing the knowledge would, be, would mean sharing the power. And they're not about that. Now, I want to go ahead and I want to play this clip from this uh, hearing. And then we'll talk a little bit about AARO and what's going on there. I was disappointed that for the second year in a row, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AARO, was not fully funded in the department's budget request. Understanding that we cannot get into specific budget figures in this forum, can you discuss why AARO was not fully funded? Senator, I don't have any information from my colleague, Under Secretary Moultrie, that he needed additional funding in this area. It's a relatively new uh, office we're standing up, so I, I was under the impression, I am under the impression that we have adequate funding for the relatively new state of this. But I will, I will double back with him if there is a, if there is a concern. I need you to send a letter to this committee in writing about why it wasn't fully funded. Several senators signed a letter um, to um, Secretary Hicks asking that it be fully funded in this budget, and we specified in a classified annex exactly what funding wasn't being met, and it's operational funding. It's basic operational funding, so I'm highly concerned about this. Secretary Austin, the incidents last month involving the Chinese high-altitude balloon and the three unknown objects highlighted the need for us to continue to improve our understanding of UAPs over U.S. airspace. Do you intend to ensure Aero receives full funding in the future? Uh, I will, Senator, and, and uh, we this in this budget we've asked for eleven million dollars in support of the office of that uh, of that initiative. That is not the budget request. Okay. Um, will you investigate why the budget request isn't being met and be part of the response to the committee? I, I will. I will. Thank you. So you just heard the senator there complaining to the Pentagon spokesperson about why the money that they had. Uh, budgeted for this AARO, this All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, uh, why it hadn't been done correctly, why it hadn't been funded. They're saying, hey, we hear you only have a few people working there. What's going on? We're told you to take this money and create this office and start investigating UFOs. But that's not happening. And the, the response that we got, as far as I'm concerned, was nothing but mumbo-jumbo. 
But if you look at the Wikipedia, what it says about the AARO, what's it supposed to do? Well, it is to continue the collection and reporting of unidentified aerial phenomena incidents across the DOD's spatial use airspace, as well as the collection and reporting of anomalous unidentified space, airborne, submerged, and transmedium objects. That's a mouthful. Uh, basically, any UFO, any unidentified space object, whether it's in space or whether it's airborne, any USO, that's if it's submerged, and any transmedium objects. So they're on to the shape, the shape-shifting thing. If it's changing shapes and going from being, you know, like a cloud to a, a mechanical-looking object, what we hear about so often, they're saying investigate it. But what have we got from AARO so far that we know? Well, we we know that we've got a couple phone calls made to some 80, 85-year-old vets about about uh, encounters that happened clear back in the early 60s and mid-60s. We know that they have written some papers. I mean, uh, like we said, Kirkpatrick and Loeb wrote this paper saying, hey, there could be a UFO mothership uh, floating around in the solar system somewhere and sending uh, space probes to Earth. But that's not really investigating what's happening. It's not investigating the dozens of UFO sightings that happen every day. It's not investigating the cattle mutilations or the abductions. They're not even willing to give us... Uh, images of the three UFOs that were shot down over Alaska, the Yukon, and Lake Huron. So what good is it? And where's the money going to? It's just more of this shell game, it seems like. Now, let's take a look at this article right here. Now, there seems to be a really big gap between what the AARO was supposed to do and what it's actually doing. Some people still think that it's just opportunity for disclosure. I have to tell you, if you just do a five-minute search on the subject, you end up with page after page after page after page after page talking about the mothership sending probes. And that's the, the, the main function of AARO, is just pumping out information about what could happen. When what they're supposed to be doing is investigating this, this history of UFO crashes and encounters and all sorts of things that have happened over the last 70 years. But when you get right down to it, I can't find any of those investigations being done with any degree of thoroughness and we can't even find out what the budget for this department is. They can't even tell a senator what the budget is and when John Greenwald uh, puts in a four-year request to find out what kind of money they're spending on actually to investigate the UFO phenomena, he gets a big fat go pound sand. Now you contrast that reality with what people really had hoped for, and some still do, like uh, Nick Pope, who I have a lot of respect for, but I found this article from uh, technotrends.com, and some of his comments I found interesting. He says, a leading UFO researcher has testified before Congress saying that whistleblowers from secret U.S. government programs have revealed huge information. Well, that could be, but if it's not if it's not in the public domain, then we don't even know what's going on yet. It says, in a long-awaited review, one of the world's foremost UFO experts has claimed that whistleblowers involved in a top-secret U.S. government program have already begun giving testimony. What the sun hides, it can't show. 
Defense Department documents on unidentified aerial phenomena dating back to 1945 are currently being reviewed by Congress, which has only recently begun to open up about UFOs after decades of ignoring them. Now, if you listen to that minute-and-a-half audio clip that we played of Senator Gilderbrand asking the Defense Department about the, U- about the budget and you know, saying, hey, these UAPs, they're a possible uh, security issue. Uh, what are you doing about it? You, you can see that she really wasn't getting a straight answer. He goes on here, he says, the National Defense Authorization Act, which appropriates money for the Defense Department every year, was recently updated to include the amendment. The department also established the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office last year to record UAPs that could be dangerous and to shield informants. Okay, that was her job. Record these UAP incidents, talk about the ones that have happened in the past, and shield the informants. So what did they do? What what's been the what what have we uh, what have we gained from giving them all this money that we don't even know how much they've got? Well, we know this. We know they made a couple phone calls, okay, to a couple of very old vets who had uh, UFO encounters at military bases. We know that. We talked about that. We know that in at least one of those phone calls, the person they talked to was told not to give them the names of anybody else involved in that UFO encounter. Does that sound like an investigation to you? Sounds like a whitewash to me. Okay, we know that. So we've got this. We've got a couple phone call, phone calls that were made. You or I could do that. And both these people they talked to have been on their record for twenty or thirty years talking about their experience. I think I think they've both been to different UFO conferences. They've been very public about what they've seen. Their story hasn't changed. They've told the same story since like 1990. I think the one fellow first broke his story in like 84, 85, and the other guy's been talking since around 1990 or so. They're both in their 80s. So this is nothing new. But AARO called him up and said, hey, give us your story on the record. Okay, fine. They could have went on YouTube and watched these guys talking about it. It would have been no problem. But the fact that they told the one fellow, don't give us the names of other people involved in your encounter, that doesn't make any sense. If you're doing an investigation, you want all the names. If you're doing a whitewash to pretend like you're doing an investigation, just to collect the check and go home, then you don't want the names because that might result in you having to do more work. Wow. Secondly, we had this paper published by Kirkpatrick and Loeb. Oh my goodness, there could be a giant mothership circling about in the solar system somewhere sending probes to Earth. Speculation. Maybe, maybe not, we don't know. I would have much rather seen them approach the subject of cattle mutilations or human abductions or uh, these UFOs that were reported as drones swarming over nuclear bases and nuclear installations. There's a dozen different things that they could have written a paper about instead of this pie-in-the-sky mothership floating around the solar system sending uh, drone seeds to, to our country. Just throwing out a little bit of... Uh, uh, I don't know, like I said, red meat there to the masses. And what did that? What did they accomplish by that? By doing these two things? Well, especially the mothership thing, that just filled the search results. It completely uh, suffocated any other uh, narrative. So it took their narrative on. You know, well, there could be something out there, we don't, we don't know what it is, that keeps people uh, in the dark. 
So, like I said, it just suffocated any other narrative. You type in anything about AARO, and you have to look for page after page after page, trying to find some little bit of truth. I still haven't been able to find the budget on these guys. We don't know how many people work in this department. We don't know how much money is being spent. We don't know how much money Kilpatrick and Lobers were paid to write this paper that you or I could have written because it's based wholly on speculation. Why couldn't they have paid someone to go out and actually investigate a cattle mutilation site? Why couldn't they have paid somebody to go out and actually uh, take a written report from someone that's seen a UFO? Why couldn't they release the video from the cockpits or the missiles that shot down three UFOs in February? All good questions. It says Congress has put on the U.S. Congress has put on the U.S. government to go back to January 1st, 1945, and report on anything that they've done from then on. He said, "Look, that is a megaton of work. They're not going to do that. Okay, we know the bureaucrats are lazy. There's no way in the world that they're going to go back and look at all these reports from 1945. That's not going to happen. Okay." will not happen. That's just that's just fantasy. It says everything they've done in terms of running programs, collecting data, drawing conclusions, and recovering materials. I think that's worded fairly generally, but if any of these UFO crashes are real, and they have been for years, and the rumors just won't go away, then Congress wants answers. Yes, Congress wants answers, but they haven't been getting answers since Gerald Ford asked for questions back in, what, 1969 or whatever. They're not getting answers. They won't get answers until they fire people, until Congress takes control, which they're obviously not going to do. They were also seeking clarification on claims that UFOs have had covert contacts with nuclear weapons. Okay, they asked for clarification. What did they do? Uh, they called what, Mr. Solace up, had a phone conversation with him about something that happened in 1967, and said, don't give us the names of anybody else that was there. Just tell us what your experience was. It's not an investigation. Consequently, a provision was added stating that anyone who was, has participated in any of these programs may come forward, testify to Congress, or testify to the Pentagon's new AARO unit, which is the All Domain Anomaly, Anomaly Resolution Office. They are permitted to come forward and give their testimony under the defense bill, even if they are covered or believe they are still covered by a secrecy oath or a non-disclosure agreement. This, obvious, this is obviously very significant, and it should be followed closely. Well, you've got to make it easier for that. A lot of these guys are in their 80s, even in their 90s. You can't expect them to drive to Washington, D.C. To, to try to meet one of these Congress uh, people to have a conversation about this. Congress will have to send out their own investigators, and this has to be taken out of the hands of the Defense Department entirely. This has to be treated... Uh, as a, I don't know, maybe treat this as a, as a issue between the Paul, the congressperson, the senator, the, the the congressman, and a constituent. They're going to have to completely cut the Defense Department and the deep state out of the loop, in order to investigate these uh, UFO encounters, because we've seen how they're being investigated. They're not being investigated. They're being whitewashed. It says, from what I've heard from people who are familiar with some of these programs. People are starting to speak out and testify. I think that's a lot of hope that's really not based in fact. I'm anticipating that some of that will be released to the public, but even if it doesn't, this is Nick Pope speaking, of course, but even if it doesn't, it's still a step in the right direction, considering how this issue has been marginalized and stigmatized for so long. 
It's disintegrating even as we speak. No, it's not. They're, they're, they're holding on to all of this UFO uh, information for dear life. What we need is a truth commission. We need a UFO truth commission where congressmen, senators can call up people, okay, and say, come talk to us, and completely cut the Defense Department out of it. Because the Defense Department, okay, and these deep state organizations, they're the ones that are, sub that are subverting the truth. They're the ones that are, are denying the FOIA request. We need a UFO truth commission. People, I feel, have conflicting reactions to this, he says. Some people, I believe, are frustrated that this has been hidden away for so long that it has been mocked seemingly with government complicity in some cases. Quote, some people are very eagerly coming forward and speaking out in a very bullish fashion as if to say, I want to get this off my chest. Others are certainly more cautious. They are quite reasonably wanting to double-check the legislation's wording and whether or not it gives them that legal top to speak out. Yeah, they don't want to be... Uh, cellmates with Julius, Julian Assange, okay? They, it's just easier not to say anything than to risk being locked up for the rest of your life. In the first instance, they should access their concerns not to the public or the media, but to AARO or Congress where caution is warranted. Good luck with that. He goes on and says, I can understand why some people are wary. As the saying goes, you want to be absolutely sure that you don't cross the line, especially when dealing with information that's highly classified, deeply compartmentalized, and literally above top secret. The Roswell incident in which a top secret U.S. military balloon crashed in New Mexico is one of many incidents about which Pope hopes the truth will be revealed. And they're making a false assumption here. They're saying this was a top-secret military balloon. That story's changed so many times, uh, it's not even worth repeating. Strange accounts from eyewitnesses fuel speculation that the U.S. government was covering up the fact that the debris had come from a UFO. Well, it's unidentified. It was flying, and it's on the ground now. So that it's it classifies as a UFO. We are closer than we've ever been to getting to the bottom of the mystery about Roswell, Pope insisted, and closer than ever to maybe answering. I think one of the most profound questions we can ask: Are we alone or not in the universe? When we will know? When will we know if we're getting a visit? This kind of talk could have been cons considered conspiracy theory or science fiction just a few short years ago. Well, it's just common sense that something's going on. As one attendee put it, now here it is in Congress in the defense bill, and that's a lot of what we are discussing here at AlienCon, where it's fascinating but fun too. Well, just because it's in the defense, they're missing the whole point. Just because it's in the this because Congress has ordered the Defense Department to set up this AARO office, doesn't mean it's going to be funded, and doesn't mean it's going to do what Congress is, is telling them to do. They're completely, and I think Nick Pope is completely missing the point here, the struggle between our elected officials and this deep state, which has taken over our government, by the way, 60, almost 60 years later, and we can't, we can't reveal the, the, the uh, classified documents about what happened to, to Kennedy 60 years later. Come on. According to Pope, the timeline for the review and for any information to become public is still to be determined because it depends on who comes forward. Some people may be doing some introspective, should I, shouldn't I, thinking right now. That's one side of it, he said. And it goes on, it says, of course, there's a lot else going on in government right now, and that's the other thing, lots of international problems to solve. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. We don't care about that. That's just double talk. That's just absolute double talk. The only thing that matters here is does Congress... 
<clears throat> have enough courage and enough leverage to demand disclosure. And the only way that we're going to get disclosure is through an open and live broadcast uh, truth commission. We've seen it happen in uh, South Africa. They've had it happen, and I've seen it in the country of Chad. And these places where a kind of a any kind of a deep state has taken over, where they've ruled in secret and they've ruled with absolute power, it becomes so uh, infiltrated in the system that the, really the only way that you're ever going to get the truth is you just is that you just decide that you're not going to prosecute them, but as long as they come forward and tell the truth, and then what happens is is a lot of the uh, lower level uh, bureaucrats that are part of this deep state, they'll see an opportunity to flee the sinking ship. They'll come forward and they'll spill their guts, and then you'll get a real uh, uh, resolution on what's happening here. If they would do that, where they would just do it openly in the public, have congressional hearings, say this is it. This is the UFO Truth Commission. We're going to talk about this stuff. You're not going to go to jail. You're going to be on the record. We're going to we're going to have you right here, and we're going to guarantee you publicly that nothing's going to happen to you. Now tell us what you know. Then you would see disclosure happen, and it would just have a snowball effect. But as long as we're playing these games, where we're going to fund this uh, bureaucrat, or we're going to fund this bureaucracy, or we're going to create this office, we're going to create that office. The only thing that happens is that the deep state underfunds them or misfunds them. Nothing happens. They they set up these barriers where they uh, partner with private corporations. That way they're shielded from FOIA. We saw that. Either they tell you, we don't have the material, it's in the hands of a private corporation, you can't have it. Or they tell you, you can't have any of the memorandums or, uh, you know, the, 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 the back and forth letters uh, from this, corp- from this, from this uh, department because uh, it, could, it could end up in a lawsuit later with this private corporation, so we're shielded from that. So as soon as a partner, as soon as one of these uh, bureaucracies partners with a private corporation, and that provides a FOIA shield for them, you're never getting disclosure. So the only way to get disclosure is to is to produce this UFO Truth Commission, where people are given the opportunity to forego uh, any kind of uh, criminal charges or civil charges. You bring them in live camera on television. They tell us what they know, and then you begin to, to develop a picture, and you see things unravel, and you see just how bad it was. That's the only way you'll ever, you will ever get disclosure from the government, but I don't have a lot of hopes of that coming anytime soon. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.